trying to work on our audio levels here as you can tell she got a little crazy in the middle fine. you you a little bit in the middle but i think you evened it out by going low on the bruise so berms is when i got too excited berms was too loud gets me hyped <laughs> i could tell all of us we're just gonna have to talk monotone but i'm Danica white and i'm here with host lexi pashow today and we are diving into jessica long name from tree three media usually she's a host of the show but today we're we're gonna be grilling her with questions it's been a it's been a while since we've been in the uh the old podcast studio here and uh it's because someone left us for a month to go to california <laughs> yeah my bad <laughs> my bad she says <laughs> Yeah, it's been a while since we put these mics in front of our faces. Back in the studio. Yeah, the the, the studio. That's literally where we are. <laughs> we got some cool things on the wall, but we'll dive into that next time. But here we are. So you've been gone in California for a month. Why? Yeah, I got uh, I got this idea like a while ago where I just I kind of just started saying it, and I didn't really believe that it was gonna happen, and I was just like. I'm going to go to California for all of January. And I literally just started telling people that. But I had no actual solid plans to do it. And then and it just... It, it's been a while. Like, you've been saying this for a long time. Yeah, I think, like, midsummer, like, I kind of put it together that Supercross, like, the first three, four rounds yeah. are all, like, pretty close to each other. And if I was there the whole time, something good had to just arise. <laughs> so I was like... I'm going. I, and I just told everyone, I'm going to California. I'm going to California for January. Had no real reason to go. And then it just worked out that suddenly I had a reason to go. You had a reason to go. So good. And for anyone that's like, had, didn't listen to the pod before, what, what do you, what do you do? Who are you? Uh, Who are you? Because <laughs> <laughs> we got, we got tree three media in the house. Like, yeah, you're the, you're the one behind there. Yeah. I guess some people don't realize, like I keep the tree three media page pretty like, on brand for just dirt bikes i don't really post anything about myself a lot of the times i run into people and i say that that's me and they have no sweet clue like they're like oh that's you like i think they probably expected a dude or somebody else or something and it's just like no that's all my stuff like that's all me and uh yeah i've turned that into a full-time gig now so gotta jump in with both feet <laughs> and it's, what would you call it multimedia yeah, you actually said that the other day, and I liked it. Like I, and then I actually googled what multimedia meant, and it is exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> because I was like, I was like struggling so hard, like registering the business and all this, and they're like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Uh, Instagram," but like not really, but kinda. Like I couldn't, I couldn't put like a pinpoint in it. And when you said multimedia, I was like and changing my business plan to multimedia that sounds way better all levels of media but it, yeah. it is like I, I i like i take photos i do videos i do social i do youtube i do like vertical and horizontal yeah. um so it's like yeah it is like pretty vast and like race updates and stuff too yeah yeah like definitely the like like the journalist part is the least favorite of all of it i think that's pretty clear um but if i see something that's happening and it's like i i never want to like post something that's wrong too right and i think all like journalists that i've spoken to feels the same way it's tough to like 
put something out there and then people think it's like an opinion mm-hmm. and then they argue it and I don't I, I'm just not into like yeah. social media arguing and stuff it's like if, if I see something that's a fact like I think this year I saw um in Edmonton sorry to bring it up Cascas but Mitchell Harrison's like little first round endeavors and I was kind of standing right there watching him like wave another bike over but knowing the rules that he's not allowed to get another bike but he's jumping on another one and i was just like i'm just gonna open my phone and document this and just post it to my story and that's kind of journalism but it's also like nobody can argue that that's what happened yeah, right. <laughs> it wasn't this an opinion piece thing. but yeah. it's cool because it's kind of i feel like that's the sweet part of your position is it's like you got to be there to capture these moments and like sometimes there's going to be like you say, like that golden shot, that golden thing that happens. And it's just like, it's just timing and like luck of where you're at that time. right? Yeah, it's like luck and preparation. Like if your camera settings are right and you're in the right place at the right time, it's mostly just luck after that. <laughs> it's also been so cool to watch you, like even just since last spring, like how much you've changed and all the different like projects you've taken on and how much you've evolved in so many different things. And I think that's so cool. And now for you to like go all the way to Supercross and that kind of be like one of those big goals and a huge event is so rad. Yeah, I definitely didn't see that happening, especially not that fast. Yeah, it's crazy. And now we're here. Now we're now we're recapping this. So when you went to California, it was four weekends. Yep. Four weekends back to back of Supercross. Yep. yep. And I guess for anyone that hasn't watched Supercross before, that's indoor riding, giant stadium, California, the mecca of moto like that's where lots of fans all the oems head offices gear companies like everyone is there like that's kind of like those races are going to be popping off yeah like it's like the place like and especially where i stayed it's like you go to the grocery store and i would say there's a like 100 percent chance that you walk around the parking lot and most of the trucks have bikes in the back and if they don't have a bike they have like a number plate on the back window and they're arriving (laughs) so good and it's crazy like it's like you're i'm pretty sure like this is a weird like fangirl moment when whatever i'm pretty sure i was just sitting in my car eating and christian craig walked out of this daycare place with his kids and i was just like where am i like what is going on that nuts so we're like obviously in alberta where we all are when we see a truck with a number plate we're like out of the window screen. Yeah. Like, we must know, right? And you probably know them. Yeah. Yeah. But sure. there, it's like, yeah. It's like, you like look at the number plate and you're like, oh my God, that could be a pro, like just chasing the dream. Like, it could be totally, it could easily be like one of the top guys just rolling around. <laughs> and where you stayed, you were Southern California. Yeah. I was like in Marietta. So it was like the capital of dirt bikes. 20 minutes east was, uh, Hemet Supercross Track, 20 minutes west was like Ailesnore Supercross Track, like 40 minutes. I almost want to say north. I think it was north. <laughs> you have no idea what direction north is. Yeah, I do. Up. You know what? It might not have even been east and west. Like, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just like, it's like. It was like that way and that way. Lookers left and lookers right. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> like, I don't know which ways it was, but like, 
20 minutes in one direction, 20 minutes in the other direction, and then 40 minutes in the other direction was Fog's Raceway. Yeah. So, like, I was in the middle yeah, that's of like, all this stuff. And, and not only tracks, but KTM head office is yeah. 20 minutes away. Literally accidentally was driving to a coffee shop to go work. Do, 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 do. And then suddenly I almost took out four lanes of traffic because i saw the ktm headquarters and it's like i don't want i shouldn't sound like a fangirl like i'm in it like i'm doing it but like i love dirt bikes like i'm fangirling and we don't have that here yeah i see like husqvarna gas gas ktm all of their vans all of their semis like parked in this like in their headquarters and i promise you there was horns honking like Like, I almost totaled the rental because I was like, oh, shit. And then, like, banged a Yui, like, FaceTiming my brother, like, it's KTM. Like, just such a loser. And I was just, like, so pumped to see it. And then I was like, oh, man, play it cool, play it cool. Just, like, keep driving. Like, this is normal. This is my life now. This is normal. But it was just hard to get normal to that. Right, right? And that's a big thing because they just moved into that headquarters. And they own the road and i'm pretty sure their address is one two three ktm way it's called ktm way yeah yeah it's cool. and it's like the podium one two three i think was why they wanted that so oh, yeah. it's super well cool. so you drove by fangirling i guess we could almost just sidetrack right here not only did you get to drive by what i know later on in your trip luckily at one point in my life i think thanks to these two mostly I got to shoot for Husqvarna USA at Babes uh, in California. So I had kind of a contact at KTM. So I just like shot my shot. I was like, fuck it. Uh, (laughs) Hey, buddy. (laughs) I just drove by KTM headquarters. Like if anybody's ever riding at the track, hit me up. And then he kind of like (laughs) didn't answer (laughs) to call him out. But then uh, Allison from KTM Canada happened to be down and I think just like shit gets busy i get it and he just like thought he replied blah blah blah, and then called me when he like realized like oh shit i didn't text her back and then like i like freaked out i don't think the phone rang for like half a ring before i picked up when i saw like his name pop up i was like hello (laughs) instantly (laughs) jessica long and three three media how may i help you Like, I was just like, oh my god, he's calling me. Like, I was, like, already putting my jacket on. Like, we're going to KTM. Yeah, we're going to KTM. And he was like, yeah, come on by. And he literally was like, yeah, come by sometime. I was like, how's Tuesday at 12? (laughs) (laughs) Already had a schedule. (laughs) And had a date. Yeah, so he's like, yeah, come on down. We'll, like, meet up. We'll show you around. And I was like, oh my god, freaking out. So, yeah, we got to go to KTM. And he showed me around. And it was like, like, I thought that, like, it would be cool but, and I, I, like, know, like, dirt bikes and, like, factory stuff, and it's, like, a big deal, and they take it very serious, and, like, there's money in it, and blah, blah, blah. But, like, walking around there, it's, like, whoa, they're really trying to win. <laughs> like, it's wild, the money in there, and, like, the, like, the science in there, like, the technology. It's, yeah. like, holy crap. And then, like, he showed me around. Well, I'm, like, because it's offices and then all in the back is like all race divisions are in there yeah like it was like off-road it was like the dakar room there was like the factory race teams like all the factory race teams because it's all ktm husky and gas gas for those that don't know it's all under one roof Mm -hmm. so it's like he like took me down showed me each like race like like shop kind of thing and then you got to the end and he goes Oh, and this is, like, Roger DeCoster's office. And it was, like, it wasn't an office, like, with a desk. It was, like, all these machines that, like, you see on TV. And you're, like, 
I couldn't even imagine that this guy's got access to these things. He's got like, like things I did, like I was Googling when I got home. I was like, what's like a CNC machine like on steroids? And it was like, oh my God, that's what was there. <laughs> and it was like, like the stuff that was in this room and it's just like wild. And oh, another like wild story about being at KTM. Um, it like the night before was kind of like a, like a, not a storm, but it was like windy and like rainy kind of. And so, like, stuff obviously got, like, blown around, and they had a garbage out front, and obviously some garbage blew out of it onto, like, the front entryway. So, like, as I was saying bye to our guy, I was, like, uh, just, like, leaving. And then as I was getting in my car, I kind of, like, looked over and seen, like, these two guys, like, picking up garbage, like, just in front of the shop. And I was, like, hmm, that's, like, pretty weird. And I, like, looked harder. It's Ian, the KTM manager, and Roger DeCoster picking up garbage in front of the KTM headquarters. And when I tell you they must think I'm a total idiot, I froze and just stood there and looked at them and like just stared. And I I didn't say from not that far. Like 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 it's very close. Very close. Like, like super is close. She, is she, she okay? okay? I just stood there. I was just like, oh my God. These two are like That's sick. goddamn legends. That's humbling. And they're not even too good. No. So like they're they garbage. They they have so much pride in what they they have here that they're like we don't want it to look like shit. Like they're picking That's up the stuff. It's like, god damn it! I just like stood there for like probably way too long. <laughs> for it's not really way too long. And like <laughs> I feel like I've had like a couple run-ins with Roger DeCoster where like when I see him I just freeze and stare at him like. <laughs> fucking idiot so i think he's used to it by now me doing that and i think he recognizes me <laughs> like i genuinely think because one time he gave me like this weird wave and he was like like gave the head nod like yeah nice see you being a creep again <laughs> just like i just like get so starstruck around him like the guy's 80 years old he's like got more pep in his step than me oh, yeah. and i'm just like this guy's a goddamn legend like exactly. if, if i was 80 and i was doing that like God damn. That's sick. That's cool about the garbage because it really goes to show it doesn't matter what <laughs> level you are. It's just. It's like it's a team effort. Like yeah. they are not fucking around. Like Roger DeCoster and Ian are not too high to be making sure the shop looks how it should look. That's killer. It was the coolest thing. I I think that was one of the coolest things I saw there. And it was just like, whoa. <laughs> I don't even think they got what they were doing, but like I just couldn't believe it. It was so cool. I love that. Yeah. So you were... Did I tell you guys about that before? No, no. that's why I'm like, this, this is amazing. Really? really? This yeah, is that sick. was a really cool moment. It was crazy. It was like, holy shit. Like, what are you guys doing? So <laughs> then was this the day... Did you go shoot the riders at the track this same day? No, no, no. It was like, like I said, the night before it was a rain day. So like the tracks were all closed. Like gotcha. it was, nothing was going on. Um, Like it was, it was like the day after, or like two days after a month can't pick which mud race it was but it wasn't one of the mud races so they had like all of like their mud shit all hanging all over the fence like the, at the mud races they were using those like dunlop tire guards or whatever to keep the tires clean mm -hmm. while they push the bike the wraps, like kind of wraps yeah like those that. wrap things they had like a hundred of them all hung up on the oh, fence it was so man. funny to see and like i wanted to take pictures there but i also felt like i didn't want to like intrude and like yeah you step out of the line especially so, when you're at places like that yeah. you straight up have to be can i take photos here can i take yeah a lot of the places yeah. are, you never know what yeah, you walk through what's in the background yeah, or something yeah. yeah so i didn't take any pictures but that would have been the coolest picture ever sure. of all that stuff just like drying out because <laughs> i think that's that's something that 
a lot of people overlook is they think everything's just getting thrown away and like new stuff's coming next weekend but they're they're running with a budget too and yeah. this stuff being reused gear tire wraps parts yeah for everything yeah like all of the semis were there and you could tell they like they were stripped like they were cleaning everything like they're meticulous obviously like it's those are the teams that you kind of set the bar i feel like and they were like it was i think it was a tuesday and they were just like working like there was it was could you imagine being a mechanic two weekends in a row mud races oh my i can't even imagine i felt so bad for them like you could tell they're struggling (laughs) that's a busy week for them they're just working the whole week so ktm is about 20 minutes away from where you were staying yeah not like yeah like 12 minutes maybe like there was a coffee shop right next to it that i was going to all the time and And, yeah it was like on the way every day i almost went off the road there so what what's the place were you were you in a hotel where were you staying (laughs) oh well here's another story (laughs) nothing like moto to be a loose program i i like on a good day run a loose program but this one was a little bit looser than i would like to run jess is the only one out of us three that would sign up for this program no oh absolutely like, yeah, yeah. zero percent chance that i would or, be or like we might have started with this program but then definitely like diverted jump ship yeah and yeah. lmnop at this point yeah yeah there is there is a couple moments where i was like mm, was this a good idea? but i was like i was sold that was the only idea. i was living through you in our group chat <laughs> uh yeah i guess i could tell the story so like and and i loved every second of it and none of this is like i'm mad about any of it like it was great like this is awesome it was a shit show but it was awesome like every set at no point was i mad about any of this um jc sites actually jc and jacqueline set up for me to have a place down there to stay like they knew a guy and said like he probably has a room to rent you should reach out to him so i reached out to him he was like yeah for sure and i'm like i'm always so nervous to be pushy and so, like, anybody out there that ever texts me, like, no, if I sent you a text, like, I sat there for two hours contemplating sending that text. <laughs> so, like, I'll be honest. Like, I hate being the pushy person. And that's, like, the worst quality in business you could possibly have. So, outsourcing that soon. Uh, <laughs> to Danica White. To Danica. So, if you get pushy texts, it's actually Danica. Which is also, I think, overthinking even more than what you do and then we got lexi and we're all just the worst persons on this so yeah we we might just outsource it completely (laughs) yeah like we need to find a business that just does that yeah ai's gotta like set us up because i just don't want to bug anyone like i know everybody's busy so like i reached out to this guy loosely he like replied he's like yeah and then i just didn't ask any details you said yeah and i was like hey you were on the way to the airport and you didn't have an address (laughs) yeah this is how loose this this is is how loose so i think the loose part is jess like like let's just get like absolutely there's there needs to be some questions yeah 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 that's not being pushy yeah like i'm pretty sure when you go on the plane you need to know the address of your destination like you need to put it just like i'm going to california actually i don't know where i'm staying it's at a guy's house (laughs) (laughs) yeah somebody literally i want i was gonna shoot with somebody and they were like oh where are you staying like is it close to the track and i was like uh could be in san diego could be in (laughs) marietta could be in san francisco i have no idea (laughs) california is huge (laughs) i was like i landed lax So somewhere in the middle. You had like a farm, a track. You were in like full like 
But what would you call it? That technically wasn't frat the place. house. Yeah, that I could... called it a frat house. But that's but I think you're missing part of the story. So then I landed. I don't maybe you don't even know about this. Oh, there's the two chat. places. This was in the group chat. Yeah. Oh, well, so there was you only drive to the other place too? Okay, hold no, on. No, no. Okay, so I land. So I land, like not having an address, land. I'm like, hey, just landed. Go and get the rental car. Where am I going? <laughs> And like that was like the, literally like I think there was two texts between me and this guy. Hey, can I see your place? Yep. Hey, just landed. <laughs> like that was pretty much it. <laughs> and he was like, "Uh, actually, last minute my place got filled up, so I don't have any availability. But I actually set you up with this guy from Europe. Um, you may have heard of him. Blah blah. blah. Sent me his name and then sent me his address. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. That'll work." <laughs> So I pick up the car. I go to this place. It's like, it's, it's like, I don't even know how many miles, but like, it should have been a 20 minute drive. I landed at four o'clock. I was in traffic for three and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to LA. That was like, it was like, you're now in LA. It takes you two hours to get out of LA airport. Yeah. It took forever. Like it was like the longest, by the time I got there, I was like exhausted and I walk in and it was like you're back in university <laughs> it was like you are 33 years old and here's your bunk bed <laughs> i was like oh okay <laughs> and also like these guys were so dope and like so sweet but like i'll be honest we didn't chat a whole bunch because like i'm just i'm an awkward son of a bitch like i just don't talk to people apparently and they're they're swiss they spoke french um I hope and they, they never listen to this, but <laughs> I also speak French. But the whole time I was there, I didn't tell them I spoke French. <laughs> this guy. So I like, and I, and I, but the thing is, is like, I don't feel comfortable speaking French because I haven't spoke French in like years now. You can listen to it. Oh, yeah. I understood everything they were saying when they thought I didn't understand. <laughs> they And nicely, they didn't say anything mean about me, but they definitely talked. Like, they were like, what's her name again? <laughs> I was just like, should I just say Jessica or should I just pretend like I don't know what they're saying? <laughs> like, I don't know. And was it four dudes? Oh, there was like a hundred. Oh, like, there was like a hundred. Right. Like, every every time I came downstairs, there was a new guy that I never seen before. Like I was wild. Like I don't. There had to be at least seven guys. And all Euro. All Euro. Yeah. There was. So, yeah. All. Were they renting or do they own this place? One guy owns the place. Oh, and during it's kind of cool. Like during the like uh, winter, he Airbnbs it. Oh. And he goes back to Switzerland. Switzerland? I think you said Swiss. Yeah, Swiss. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, right? The rest no. of Swiss is Switzerland, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was Swiss because I, I told you to ask him about the chocolate. Yeah, I did not talk to them. So I definitely didn't ask him about that. Um, They probably think I'm such a loser. Imagine they listen to this. It'd be so awkward. But whatever. Props to them. Great guys. Oh, dope guys. Like, so dope. Like, but they, they were all right? French. That's yeah. why every time we'd call you, we'd, we'd start yelling, Bonjour. And yeah. you would be said you would be shh, 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 and then put us on headphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to out her and find yeah, out that she I, spoke uh, French. Yeah, I. It'd be so funny if they heard that I spoke French because they they had no idea. Like they just. Well, I don't think I knew this. Like I you don't speak French. Oh hell no. Yeah. Well, uh, East Coast of Canada is like way more French than here. 
I know, but I'm like full Tarzan. Like I don't, I can't, I can't speak anything. Other. I can hardly speak English. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were so stoked that we wanted her to speak to us in French, and that wasn't happening. <laughs> but, happening. but so hey, let's get a little um, explanation of the room. Um. Okay. So there was like 400 rooms in the place. The room that I got. Um. This is a big townhouse. Bunk bed. Yeah, it was a bunk bed. I was on the bottom bunk. Luckily, I didn't have to share a room. There was a close call where I almost did, but it didn't work out that way, thankfully. She, she stole She stole the mattress. Yeah, it was... Again, like, I'm so worried that they'll listen, but, like... This, though, like, this it's is... not... It's nothing bad. It's just it's just funny. Like, it's a funny scenario. Funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a frat house. It's so, so sick. one of the bros' sister was coming from Switzerland to stay, and, like, the night before, bro that owns the place was, like texted me and was like hey bro two's sister's coming she's gonna stay in the room with you and is that cool i was like i'm not gonna say no like what a dickhead to say no so i was like yeah dude sweet <laughs> can't wait for bunk bed <laughs> like, so much room for activities, yeah, like, so in much here. Room for activities. and i'm just like okay whatever like we're along for the ride as you're like editing in your bed yeah like, yeah stuff. yeah like this just being a weirdo spot. in my own room like not talking to anyone like it's great you're gonna do it with a friend now <laughs> um so then she I, I i left for a race and i was gone for like two days or whatever and then i come back and i walk into the room and i knew she was gonna be there and i was like oh hey how's it going <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> like you know i was like okay whatever uh and then like that night it was like 10 30 and she just comes in the room and just like yanks the top <laughs> mattress off the top of the bed it was like I sleep with my brother. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. like, yeah, that makes and sense. And I'm just like laying there, like editing on my computer, like, okay. I'm like, I'm living this, <laughs> this right now. <laughs> so, so awkward. Cool. Like, and I was just like, phew, but also like, oh, did she not like me? <laughs> just like overthinking it, but like, whatever. And yeah, that was that. that, was that. And then yeah. at this place, was there a track in the backyard here? Yeah, dude, super cross track in the backyard. And it was so sick. Only time, like somebody only rode it once while I was there, um, right before A2. I think it was a couple Futures kids. Um, and it would like rain and the track was like sweet. And a lot of other tracks were closed because it just got too much rain. But I think we were up higher or something that like got less rain. I don't know. The track was sweet. That's it. Yeah, we were north. <laughs> I don't know where we were, but it was sweet. Like, it was, like, a sick track. Like, I could never have ridden it. It was, like, the whoops were, like, I stood in the middle of them. They were up to my hips. I was, like, nope. So, were they racing Supercross or they were just practicing? Uh, there, was, there was one kid that raced A2 uh, Futures. Oh, sick. Okay. Yeah, I think I just posted a video of him. Pretty nice kid. I think he's from Washington. Cool. I don't know how he did, honestly, but he was, like, super nice. Riding really good, like, solid. And then the other two guys, uh, I don't know who they were. But they were okay. Like, they were... And there was a, an emu on the property. Yeah, like, down the road. I didn't really stop and pet them at all, because, again, I was, like, too nervous. Yeah, big bird. Um, there was, like... There was a couple of them. There was, like, four four big birds. There was, like, a couple little horses. Like, little horses, not big horses. So you're out of Calgary. Like, this, this is... Oh, horrible. yeah. This we were is... we were in the dreamland. Like, yeah. it was, like, the hills. Like, I was, like, up... Like, the house was, like, up on a hill. Super cross track. Couple animals. Like, uh, it was a dream. It was paradise. You could look out your window and see people riding. Yeah, I looked out my... Out, there was a point where I was editing. I heard 
run, 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 run. And I was like, shut the fuck up. And I like looked out the window and I was like, I literally was like watching. I was like, are they spuds? Is it worth for me to grab my camera and go out? And then this kid just starts like wheeling through the whoops. And I don't think I ever grabbed my camera so fast and ran downstairs. I was like, ah! This is amazing. Yeah, it was like the best day ever. And it was like, I think that morning I went to, you know what? That was the morning. That morning I went to Hemet and the whole KTM Husky Gas Gas team was there. So that day I was just vibing. I was on top of the world. I think that's the most I talked to the whole like frat house in my life. Like that day, I think. I was like, who are they? (laughs) (laughs) Who are those riders? They're like, we don't know. (laughs) Explain the the Hemet test. Test track. Yeah, went to like every like 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 every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday sort of I would try to hit up one of the supercross tracks because a lot of the riders just like are sick of riding the factory tracks and stuff and then like sometimes you get lucky and they show up. And um And some of them were rained out too, right? Yeah, like, like a lot yeah, like the KTM like where ones were just flooded yeah like okay like when i went to ktm like he was like i would usually show you the track but it's like a mud pit like we can't even go up yeah. there and i was like oh okay and then it was the next day i think that is when i saw them at hemet maybe dude so who was sure. riding hemet list these riders everyone it was like chase Sexton, malcolm stewart barsha i think i just missed riding but i watched him like oh. drive out um frodo was riding. Otto was riding, and he was he was like just like he had he's so much finesse when he rides. Like he was so fun to shoot. Like I still haven't edited that footage. Totally but it's different rider. So like you're all oh, south, yeah. American. Like and he was just so flowy on a supercross track. You would think he'd be like so stiff and scared because it's like his first time really. And he was just he just looked so flowy. It was fun to shoot him. Um, who else was there? Uh, McNabb was actually there that day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's down there right now with AEO. Yeah, he's crushing. Like, oh my god, I can't wait for Daytona. This is like so a little dude. Was he riding good? I'm telling you, like Canada, we should be pumped. Like, oh, oh so, so excited sick. for him. So excited for that kid. Like, I don't know if I'm supposed to hype him up. Like everybody does that. Like Max Anstey's riding so fast at the test track. But oh like, my god, no, you gotta hype him up it. if you actually I'm doing think. It. I'm doing it. Ryder McNabb is flying on supercross like i was a little worried for him i'm not gonna lie like canadians don't ride supercross and like it's like like he said it to me pretty much like in an interview thing like it's kind of hard to call him canadian because he spent so much of his life down in the states like yeah so he has been riding supercross like he does have experience and it's like i didn't put that together i and i was expecting like to be a little worried to see on a supercross track but Oh, I'm so sad he didn't race A2. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Like, I was real. like, I was like, why? Why? I'm like, obviously, these guys are professionals and they have patience, unlike I. Uh, and I was like, get him out there. Like, let's get this kid racing. Like, let's see how he can hang. Like, he looked really good. He looked solid. He looked comfy. He looked like he was having fun. Like, I'm really excited for his debut in Daytona. I think I think I got to just go just because. Just because. Like, and, that, and he's racing Daytona Futures. Yeah, Daytona Futures. And is Futures a- is... Like, for anyone that hasn't heard of the Futures, that's the next step before the 250 class for Supercross. Yeah, it's like an amateur Supercross class that has, like, it's, like, stacked. It's, like, all the factory teams have a rider in that class. So, it's, like, they're kind of, like, brewing their next 250 rider. It's very political. It's very sketchy. Uh, That might be the most terrifying racing i've ever watched yeah i don't know if we should class i probably shouldn't say that on the record but no i I was watching it with my eye my hands over my eyes confirm i don't think i don't think anybody that has screaming with danica if you don't holding my eyes and watch that and think that that was like safe and like easy (laughs) to watch 
uh, you're lying through your fucking teeth. Because <laughs> they're all out. They're all like, this out. Is their chance to prove oh, it is, and yeah. get to where they need to be. Yeah, like this is their time to shine. And they did, uh, they, un- I don't know if they understood the assignment, to be honest. Um, like, they're it children. Was well, they, got, they were children. Yeah, because we got privateer kids that don't have rides that want to beat the kids that have rides mm. right to show that they can do it so it's just it, and you got all levels and they're got, so young so young because like who won that kid that won an a2 was 15, 15. yeah yeah, yeah. Like they're babies and i think they're like 14 to 18 aren't they yeah yeah like that. like, like but usually yeah. the top ones are yeah yeah 15. that's their like prime those are like priming age but that's so young though it's so young yeah. and like sick that they're trying this like obviously it's a good stat uh, i don't know <laughs> it was sketchy man like and and like you want you almost want to say that it was like a lot of the privateers that were eating shit and not to call anybody out but to call somebody out it was a lot of the factory guys and like does that come down to they just have too much pressure on them like they're great riders like you probably watch them at the test track and it's like they're great yeah but when that gate dropped it was almost like they forgot how to ride because <laughs> like they're like little brains took over well, and it was like a lot going on on a race day like that so especially much. like a lot of, like for a lot of them it'd be their first time riding under the lights and yeah. in a stadium of that size and i mean it's really hard to duplicate racing yeah outside of a stadium like that and it brings all different kinds of oh yeah. yeah even if you try and practice a race you totally. never really practice a race. yeah and like yeah. they all all even like like even the top top 450 guys are like we have this exact replica track at yeah. the test track, but it just doesn't develop the way it does on race day. Like no, you, there's no, no way to replicate that. Yeah. So it's, I think, and then again, under the lights, like that pressure, I think, I think they all folded mentally. I don't think they folded like skill wise. It was just very interesting to see a lot of factory team, like future riders roll off in carts in practice. Oh, that's too bad. Do you know why? riders waiting till daytona is it because it's more of an outdoor style supercross track or uh, the time of the year i think it's like i think it's like they just want to be prepped like he's canadian he just came off like outdoors and stuff i think they just want to make sure they can get yeah. the most prep they possibly can like they don't want to go in there and not be prepared so totally. i think they're just doing everything they can dude and the setup they have is sick like the tent that aeo oh, yeah. is set up with yeah aeo has like, like has they have 50 riders like, yeah yeah so it's like, like it's a factory a, well it's oh. not a factory team but it's a it's yeah a, but it's like all adventure to see him under there because we mm. literally all saw him at a2 under the tent just hanging out with T. Yeah. his bike was there, right? yeah 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 yeah, yeah he's sick. he's all, like they're always like at the test track that he's got a mechanic that like he's from aeo yeah like he's cool. he's like he's doing it like I'm we so... gotta really like canada needs to get behind that kid because that's gonna be sick not that canada's not like we're all pumped for him obviously but like more like all the all the everyone needs to be so pumped for that kid because like that finally some canadians doing it like fucking finally oh yeah it's gonna be so good. it's like we're all counting time. down for like, when, when have we had a canadian rider actually go do it oh yeah i guess i would just say like dean would be the only one that i would yeah know but about. he abandoned us i'm sorry dean <laughs> i love you <laughs> big fan but like kind of like he like his flag isn't canadian <laughs> sorry all of calgary <laughs> race on a mxoa yeah, canadian yeah. but now he does for great britain nah i think it's still counts. <laughs> canadian. I, know, I, I consider him a canadian too but i don't think he considers himself canadian oh yeah i would i would say a mix I'd say a mix too, and I think deep down he has to say mix. But like, <laughs> the flag beside his name is not a Canadian flag. Yeah, but they just do that for like press, you know? Press for Canada. 
going Dean. Dean's the last one. <laughs> yeah, Dean's the Dean's the closest. Doing it. Dean's the closest we've ever had. But there is a little underline with that accent. Do you mean it in the nicest way? I love Dean for the record. <laughs> on the on, on the Dean thing though, cutest baby I've ever seen. Look at that that oh, whole yeah. thing. That guy's yeah. a river. Already yeah. in like a the Jordan outfit. Dude, he's super so cute. cute. Yeah. Anyways, okay, so you're down there, you're shooting. What are like so super cross? You're uh, there for four rounds. What's the requirements? Like, how did this go? Like, what do you? Because and somebody that's listening, like, not anyone can just go down and shoot supercross. Nope, it is not an easy process. They don't even let you in the stadium with a camera. No, yeah, <laughs> take it no. away, right? Oh yeah. yeah. The yeah. rules for the camera in the stadium is like the people at the door have a pen in their pocket. If the camera is bigger than the pen, you're not allowed to bring it in. Dude, yeah, they tried to take away my film camera the one time. I'm yeah. like, bro, this is not getting. <laughs> this, this, this is not bigger than a pen, nor is it getting any clear shots tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the rules are very strict. They keep that stuff on lock. It's pretty crazy. Give us some juicy rules. Oh, well, yeah, you're not allowed to bring your own camera. Um, but like you getting in there, like what do you need? Like so you, you had need, to have... so you need to apply like quite a bit ahead of the race. Yeah. Um, you need to be on assignment is kind of like the rule. Like somebody needs to write you an assignment letter and it needs to go through a process and it needs to be approved. Um, and then there's different levels of approval. Like you can be approved for the safety hold. So you get like a blue bib and you're allowed to like stand in the first row of the stands um, around the stadium and you're not allowed on the track. You're and, not allowed on the track for the podiums. You're not allowed mm. on the track. And and then you work out of the press box, which is like up top where like the journalists would work. Oh. Um, and you're not allowed to go in like the photo den, quote unquote, which is like you have access straight to the track from the photo den. Okay. So then like if you get track access, which is like very hard to get in my opinion like it's like that's impossible. the goal that would be the goal that's the life goal to get track access i never in a million years thought i would get it and when i showed up to a1 and like you don't you really didn't know, know what you got you don't know what you get like they're just like approved not approved and that's it it was like okay approved that in itself was like a win for me when i got my assignment letter i sent it in blah 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 i got the approval and i was like Oh my God, we're shooting supercross, and I thought for sure like safety hold, not allowed on the track. That's what you had last year in Seattle. Yeah. yeah, I got the safety hold thing, which was huge, and I was so excited and so grateful, and that was sick in itself. Like, yeah, so you assume going into this one, you're shooting from the the stands. Yeah, technically, yeah. technically is the stands. So it's like the way it works is like everybody that's watched supercross can see where they have like all those Tarp. um tarps like Better. blocking off yeah. the like first like 10 rows of stands and then you can stand in front of that so you're not like in the crowd but you're not on the track yeah um so they make that at every round like a, a section where you can shoot from there all the way around the stadium and you landed thinking you had that that's what i thought when i landed yeah and then, <laughs> and then i show up at a1 Oh. And the way it works is you have to go like they get, they send you an email before the race like Thursday and Friday is normally press day mm. and you go at whatever time it says like you have to pick up your credentials. So I'm like, hey, I'm going to go get my credentials. I'm like, first one there it opens at eight. I'm there at 759. <laughs> <laughs> like ready to go. <laughs> and um, I go and I stand at the window and there's like a line and like, I know everybody in this line. Like I'm such a fangirl. I'm like, oh my God, how am I even standing in this line right now? But that's the thing. But like, I, I think that's the part that I love so much is you have so much passion for it. You know all the people that are there. 
Like, this is a whole nother level of, like, mixing work and passion because, <laughs> like, these guys are, most of them are there for the same reason that you're there. And, like, they were in that spot at some point too, right? You know? Yeah, like, the few people I did talk to, like, I think my question that I, like, awkwardly asked most of the people, like, I got to kind of know was, like, do you still love it? And nobody said no. That's like, cool. you could tell they were, like, tired and there was, like, a lot, but they were, like, this is, I love this. Yeah. Like, it was, like, it was really cool. Like, I got to talk to, um, uh, Glover, Donald Glover. <laughs> I fucking mix up his name every time. <laughs> <laughs> but I know who he is. I know he's a legend. It's Donald Glover, right? <laughs> it's Doug, Donald, Doug, Donald, something Glover, the legendary Glover. Oh, this is so bad. Isn't it like Brock Glover or something? Oh, fuck, it's Brock. Yeah, it's, it's Brock. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. I told you he messed you right up. This was my brother's fault. My brother was like, "Oh yeah, Donald Glover." I was like, because I told my brother, I was like, "Glover, right? Like Glover." He was like, "Yeah, yeah, Donald Glover." And I was like, "Isn't that Chance Rapper?" He goes, "Yeah, they have the same name." And he's like a savage. Dude, once you get somebody's name wrong once, your your mind done. Yeah, yeah, and it's him, and that's I blame my brother. But like, what a shitbag of me. I'm like saying I love sports so much, and then I forget that guy. This happens so we got we got anyway. Anyway, so I'm sitting beside this guy during one thing, and I ask him because I'm like, this guy's been doing it for longer than i've been alive and he just like lit up and it just like made me so smile. happy that he loved it so much because he does some stuff that it's like man i could see people like hating to do some of these things yeah. that he has to do and he just was like oh i love that's it so and it's like dude he's been doing it for so long it gives you so much hope it's like that's awesome oh. you do run into people that just yeah. seem like miserable but when you really ask them they're like i wouldn't be anywhere else any anyone in the media room that you were just vibe and like you're like i cannot believe i'm standing beside so-and-so right now yeah there everybody knows the name is like i could i just it's just like uh what's that thing called um imposter syndrome oh yeah, yeah. it's like you're sitting in the room and like i'm looking at people that i've like followed my whole life and it's like so embarrassing too because like, it's like, like do you think they moment. know i follow them like i know who you are you have no idea who i am not yet <laughs> not yet and it's like like simon cudby walked in the room and i think i just like i did the same roger DeCoster thing i just like fucking stared at him and i was just like <sighs> just like and you know what the crazy thing is is i didn't know what he shot with and he pulls up with a Nikon and I've been like notorious to make fun of people with Nikons. And you're like, this is my hero right now. This is my hero. You're like, I have to eat crow. And he just shoots with a Nikon and I just couldn't fucking believe it. And I like, I just can't, I still can't get over it. I'm sweating thinking about it. I can't believe he uses a Nikon. And like, he, the guy's a goddamn legend. Like he walks in the room and like somebody literally made the joke. Like, uh, like he didn't come to like round two and three and then he was at four and somebody was like, oh, just here for another cover. And he was like, I just get what I get. And it's just like, oh my God. <laughs> and he's not lying. Like guarantee he got like Amazing. three covers yeah, that day. Yeah. Like, cause he shoots for a line with us. Yeah, yeah. There's like a group of them, and all of the yeah. guys that shoot with the line with us are just like. And then we had be Emery. Emery, like that's another one. It's yeah. like, oh, I just like am such a spud around him. I just like stutter and I can't talk. And he is like, like a lot of the guys, like I didn't talk to obviously, but like you can just tell which ones are like open to like chatting and like nice and like friendly and he just seems so friendly and it just like <laughs> makes me so happy and like I know I could have talked to him and like like introduce myself and stuff and he would have been so like super nice about it and super friendly but like I just don't want to be that spud but like he just seemed like like so nice to everyone like so helpful like like he was he was cool like so cool 
that's so sweet to hear like those experiences yeah so correct me if i'm wrong but you were the only female photographer for the rounds that you were at yeah Did like it... female photographer with a black bib there was a couple with the blue up in the safety hold but i was the only one oh uh, no that's not true there was another one at the last round um shooting with a black bib at a2 yeah oh that's sick i think at a2 so like did you guys connect or like what kind of it, like did that change your experience at all with dealing with people or mm. no i think i think everybody kind of knew that i was the girl in the room um i don't think it, there was there was a point actually that was kind of uncomfortable i don't know if i'm sharing too much but whatever i don't give a shit um it'd be funny one day to look back <laughs> there was there was a point where um we were doing the like there's a safety meeting before every race and uh the guy that was like running it kept going like all right guys you're all professionals and then he would like kind of make eye contact with me and he would be like and gals <laughs> and i was like no please for the love of god stop doing that and he did it probably like four or five nice. times he would be just be like all oh, you guys like know what you're doing blah blah, blah. and and gals and like like point to me and i was just like for the love of god please stop like doing that start i am totally okay with just like being grouped in with like the like term guys like i am not offended like i could not give a fuck if you don't address me like that because every time you do it everybody in the room looks at me and that is not what i'm trying to they do here they yeah. have a look and you're like i call everyone guys dude no, don't do this no, guys like oh God, going, hey guys mean? how's it going like it's fine everything's fine stop being like so politically correct like, yeah, this is the only yeah like it was so awkward and it was like so nice of him to be doing that because he's trying to include me but like i don't think he realized it I like know. i didn't want to be there <laughs> i didn't want to be that person and it was so uncomfortable but like it's so, so funny you just know they're just trying to do right yeah i'm just like oh please stop doing that so when you're shooting you would have friday's press day yeah and saturday's race day and then after race day is um press conference yeah so can you explain kind of the differences on all three of those levels like the different vibe maybe that you can feel like what are you sensing on press day what are you sensing on at during the race and then conference yeah so and, like yeah yeah dive into that so like press day is like kind of cool because it's like kind of more relaxed but like two of the press days got canceled because it was mud huh? so i only got to do two actually like press days didn't get canceled it was just like the press day wasn't riding it was just like go to your pits and the riders should be at the pits but like the riders take that as like fuck that don't have to do press day and they probably just go like to brunch or something like they brunch. <laughs> like, i don't know brunching so like it was like cross. yeah like, i don't know what they do um so like you just like kind of roam the pits those days which was like all right so i didn't really get anything good on those days it was just like bike picks and like cool setups and stuff um but like the days that they got to ride so both anaheims they rode um it was wait a minute now that i think about it no no no, no, no. they rode did they ride in san francisco because it only rained at night it's such a blur like I the whole trip was a blur third round did they do press i thought third round maybe they did press yeah probably yeah i think i did three like san diego san diego i don't think they did because it rained it was like gonna be a mutter no matter what because it went a1 mm-hmm san fran or san diego san next? fran san fran next because i flew to the next one and then san diego after that yeah and then a2 yeah so one of the mud races they rode because 
it didn't turn into a mud race until right before the main event. Yeah, I feel like was that San Diego? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because yeah, I think San Fran is when the roads were just super rainy. Like it was raining, raining, raining. Yeah. It's flooded your rental yeah. car. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that happens. My electric fucking rental car almost floated into the San Francisco Bay. <laughs> I think it's a Bay. It's on the way to Alcatraz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was so bad. <laughs> that was bad. I had to like swim to my car, literally. Like I had to take my fucking shoes off. Oh, that was a mess. And then I had to go check into my hotel. Like, and I had socks, wet socks. Like on. you were knee deep of water. Knee deep, knee and deep. The water. I didn't. It's I didn't rain. Even, I didn't even think of how gross that water would be. Like literally walking in San Francisco, seeing shit on the road. I didn't put it together. Like, oh yeah, this water is disgusting. Like I didn't even think of that until I'm pretty sure you said it or somebody said it. Somebody was like, that water was disgusting. Like you uh, showered, when, right? When your socks were still in the car. <laughs> That's not the car. <laughs> we went. We flew down to see Jess at A two. Three weeks later. We open the back of the rental car and her wet there's, socks. Dude, there's just a little fall of. You know what though? That's not those socks. Rain. I don't know what those socks were? Because I that wasn't the rental car that I had. I had a different rental car. Oh, maybe these were your Diego socks. Those I feel like when you race, those were probably Diego. Anyways, we started talking about that. The water in San Francisco is probably not the cleanest situation. Yeah, I didn't even register that how gross that was. Like at the time, I obviously went back to the hotel and showered because I was disgusting. <laughs> Um, but I didn't realize how disgusting until after. <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah. So you're saying so press day, the ones that you did shoot, were they Yeah, it was super sick. Like pretty vibey. Yeah, it was like crazy. It was like it was like you had access to all the riders, but like again, that like imposter syndrome, like I'm nobody. Like they kind of make it very clear in the safety meetings. There's people here that are like on a real job, and then there's people that are like, you're earning your way in. And I very much felt like I was earning my way in. Like, maybe I was, maybe I wasn't. I don't know. Um, so I didn't ever, I didn't want to talk to any of, like, the top pros or anything. And I would just, like, kind of stand back and take pictures. And that's, like, another note. I was only allowed to take pictures at this event. And I was yeah. only allowed to post them for my assignment, which my assignment was for direct moto. So that's why nobody saw any of the photos or anything, for the most part, on my own on Tree 3 Media. Yeah. Because I wasn't allowed. And I'm not fucking with Supercross because I want to shoot that as a dream. So, totally, yeah. Like, I'm not stepping over that line. Yeah, like you said, if there's video in your camera at the end yeah. of the day and you're supposed to be shooting photo, you're out. Like, you're that's out. it. That's it. Like, you, like, they, and they, like, you sign, like, the paper and it says, like, at any point they can grab your camera and they're watching from, like, the top. Like, they have, like, like guys like watching there's people on the floor like they're watching they can tell when you're shooting video and they can tell when you're shooting photo like it's a different movement of how you're moving the camera and if they catch you and think that you're shooting video and they take your camera and they find video they'll delete everything on your card and you'll never shoot supercross again. yeah and they that might just be a scare tactic and that might not be true and there's a lot of guys that do what they're not supposed to do but, but you're I'm just not going to be that guy. yeah you don't want to cross the line yeah i don't no. want to cross yeah. that line which as much as i wanted to shoot video and like that's the ultimate dream like yeah. oh, so bad like there's so many shots that i was like this would be so much better than video. <laughs> but like i didn't do it because i was just way too scared so during these press conferences you're able to shoot photo and talk to the rider yeah and and like video for press conference too but again like it's, iphone like, vid like like any video i think like that's what i was told um but i didn't really use or do any of it because technically i'm not allowed to post it on tree three yeah. it was just for direct so it was like obviously direct doesn't want to post like instagram bangers like kind of like the way tree three is because like they're journalism yeah is it like it's meat like 
stories like we're telling the story of the race story of press conference blah 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 so it's like i don't really know how i'm gonna use those videos i just didn't i just didn't see like the benefit of not being able to like for sure shoot something with a purpose so i just i just didn't really have any interest in it either yeah did a little bit but it was hard um but you can like talk to the riders and ask them anything you want like there's no real rules of, yeah like, you can ask them so is that the easiest time to talk to a rider then that's the only time you're allowed to talk to the rider oh technically yeah you're allowed to talk to the riders like there's rules but like again like the more experienced guys maybe don't always follow the rules yeah which is kind of hard for like a judgment call as a new person because it's like hmm, i follow this person and they're doing this but you're specifically telling like all of us with that person in the room also that you are not allowed to do this do you think it's like, one of those things too though like as you build a relationship with the riders and those kinds of things like you just end up being around them more and i don't you think have that opportunity or you're just not allowed i don't think it's the rider saying you're not allowed i think it's it's like felt saying you're not allowed so like like that's the thing it's like canadian riders like i knew them like let's say julian like i know he really doesn't give a shit if i come to his truck after the race and interview him like he'd probably prefer that but feld says do not go to their truck and interview them tell them they have to come to the media scrum after the race but Mm -hmm. it's like okay if they're racing 250 they have to stick around until the end of 250 and probably like 20 minutes after and then come to the media scrum and then like it has to line up perfectly for me to find them there and it's just like Right. Like, I get it, and I would never go against it, and I didn't go against it. Um, but, yeah, there's lots of rules that like, you're playing by. It's not yeah. as simple as it should be sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, the like the point of, like, the, the Canada thing, I feel like, is, like, I'm sure if I asked, it would be fine. It's just I didn't want to, I didn't want to stand out in any way. Yeah. Be a problem or be complicated or anything like that. So, it's, like, I know Julian. Like, I talked to him, and it's, like. I, I asked him, I was like, do you care? Like, just out of curiosity, like, do you care if I came to your truck and interviewed you? And like, maybe, maybe like they've had a meeting where it's like, those guys don't want to tell you no. Yeah. And like, Feld is just being the quote unquote bad guy. And the riders have all agreed, like, we don't want to do media at our trucks, but they're too nice. And they don't want a bad rep to tell media no, you know? So it's like, I don't know the truth to that. So it's like, I don't want to cross a line there, but so your Hard. only time to talk to them is press day, which not everyone's invited to. Yeah. Not all the riders are invited to. Like, yeah. you only get a couple a year that you're allowed to go to. And, and then after is press conference. After press conference. Yeah. And that's the other thing. It's like, technically, you're not supposed to talk to them during track walk, but like, everyone's everyone does oh so cool. like That's when you read all the like like the stuff because i read every fucking word yeah. and then yeah I just, yeah um technically you're not supposed to like bug the riders at any point yeah but everybody does and who did so you interviewed a couple of riders so last round <laughs> like every round i was like i gotta do it i gotta do it and every round i bitched out <laughs> and then the last round i was like you just got to do it. And <laughs> as weird as this is, and I don't think you'd listen to this, but I got a buddy that I met at like Enduro Cross that shoots. And then I, like he used to shoot Supercross too. And I was like, I was just like pumping myself up to him and like trying to like, You're like I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. He's like, you can do it. Once you do it once, like it's good. You're good after that. And he gets to shoot video. So yeah. like he's like confident and he's a baby. Like he's young. Like he's like... <laughs> Like I could be his mom, <laughs> really. Like he's so young, and I was just like trying to convince him to convince me to do it. And then I did it. And I was like, I did. 
<laughs> I was so pumped and he was just like so pumped for me and I was like oh this little kid's pumped for me what what riders did you get to talk to then so like I was just like standing back and I was just like watching them all and I was just waiting for one of them to be open because like all the like guys that do it every weekend have their like setups and their microphones and everything yeah. I was like I'm just doing it on my phone it's good enough quality like I don't need a fucking mic like we don't need to get that fancy with it it's just like this is my first time doing it I just gotta like Go for it. Hop that try it. Yeah, yeah, try it. Nice. So I like the first one I did. I walked right up to Eli Tomac and I was like, "Hey, I'm from Canada. Can I just like ask you about like re- like the triple crown thing?" Like, yeah. And he was like so fucking nice. And like you could tell that he could tell that I was nervous. So like I feel like he was like extra nice. That's because that. yeah, yeah. He was like you could tell he was like kind of like was like yeah, of course. Like for sure. What do you need? Like, His interview was awesome. good. And he was like he so talked a lot. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I don't want my voice to be in it, so I'm just gonna like. Turn it on and you just talk, okay? He's like, okay. <laughs> he just like talked and did his thing and it was awesome. And then like again, like I think I did, I think I mentioned this before I did it in Seattle and I like texted me like, I fucking did it. I got fucking Eli Tomac. And he was like, I'm so proud of you because I think he gets it. Like it's fucking scary. Like yeah, for sure. Like, and so many people think like, oh, just do it. Like I wouldn't care. Like blah, blah, blah. Like, like it's fucking hard. Like it's harder than you would think. Like, and I, they're not like, they're just human beings too. But like, yeah, but can you lie to Mac, man? <laughs> yeah, you're just like you're doing this for a an assignment. So it's you're in your head, you don't want to mess it up. You want this all to go cool. I want to be like not overthink it don't want to screw up don't want to trip on my way to eli <laughs> tomac to, to yeah. get a nosebleed while talking to him there's a lot of things that are going through our minds so much and i was like i don't want to sound like an idiot i don't want him to like i also like want to be respected in this because it's like like i just want to tell him my life story i ride dirt bikes too like i'm like i'm not a spud like <laughs> you know like you just want to like vomit on him and like but i just don't want to say anything either but it's yeah. like ah like how do you win in this but that's cool so you got your first one done and then did you do a couple more i just and then i did him and then i freaked out for like probably 20 minutes and then i saw like malcolm was free and i was like cool big fan of malcolm like really really like wanting him to do good and i have like good faith and eventually this season he'll do like something amazing so i was like fuck it, i'm going to him too i really really wanted to do ken roxon but like he was just swarmed like everybody like, there was no him. moment like and, I, and then like guys were kind of creating like lines behind riders like they always do and I didn't want to get in line and just, like, mm. feel nervous. So I just waited for them to, like, be open. And then I could just, like, walk up to them. And I was just asking them all the same thing, like, how they feel about the Triple Crown. Because it was at the last – it was at A2, right? Triple Crown? Yeah, yeah, A2. Yeah, yeah. So it was at the Triple Crown. So I was, like, asking them, like, how they feel about it. Because I felt like that was, like, a softball. Like, it's whatever. They probably answered it a thousand times. Yeah. Good for you to get out of the comfort zone. Yeah, I can't believe I did it. Yeah, but it was good. Like, it was kind of like one of those things that it was like a hint that it was like, hey, if you like put yourself out there in press conferences and stuff, maybe someday you'll get video like access. But like I bitched out at every press conference. Like I wanted to ask questions so bad, like in those at the end of the races, but like didn't didn't get that confidence. Oh, well, like, there's next time, you know? Yeah, there's, gonna be. there's, there's still more rounds this season. Like oh, we, yeah. got, we got the pass for all this season. Oh, they're good. <laughs> So after after that experience, what do you think your like most proud moment was? Of the supercrosses or of the whole trip? The whole trip. Oh, proud moment. Hmm, I don't know. That's hard. Like that's in any level. Like it could yeah. be like you shooting, the trip, just going. Anything. Like I think just, just going. going. I think that's it. I think just going. Like putting myself out there with like. Like you said, like it was a loose program and it was like just it trust was the, in the process. Thing. Yeah, like the whole thing was wildly uncomfortable. Yeah. It was like 
I don't, I like didn't have any expectations. I just had like hope and dreams really. <laughs> it was like, Amazing. like nothing, it couldn't, like the, like the worst case that could happen would still be epic and I would still end up happy. Sure. So like all the things that happened, I'm just like, that was so fucking sick. Like that was way Sorry. better than I imagined. And it was like, like the worst it could have been would have still been sick. And that's, it was like so much better. That's a super cool outlook to have is you just know it's going to be sick. So yeah. but like a low level of sick. And you just kept yourself kind of like there. Yeah. And then things just kept getting radder and cooler. <laughs> yeah, totally. So yeah. building. What was your favorite round then? Out of the four rounds to shoot, you have to choose one as your favorite and why? Uh, I feel like I kind of have to pick. Oh, they all had like such good moments though. Like they were like, it was so sick to shoot a mud race. You, yeah. Give, as you much as it sucked, sick. but it was sick. But like, it's hard to top a one for the fact that that was the first time I was. Yeah. I think to be honest, that was the first time I was ever on a supercross track, like a, like a supercross race track. I don't think I've ever stepped on one before. Now that I think oh, about it, I've been to a couple. So that was yeah. the first time. That was the, the first time I went into supercross. Yeah. Dirt. Yeah. And, and I had a camera in my hand. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So that was pretty cool. And then and then I didn't realize that at the time I wasn't allowed to shoot opening ceremonies from the floor. Mm. So I just shot like Enduro Cross and they do like opening ceremonies. And the shots that I got from that was so sick. So I was so excited to shoot from the floor of them like coming out and stuff. So I like had my spot where I was like, I'm pretty sure most of them are gonna come from here. And then everybody got kicked off the track. <laughs> And you're not allowed on the floor because there's like fireworks and everything going. <laughs> yeah. You're not allowed out there. There's a flame. Yeah, I guess yeah. I don't really think of that. Yeah, I didn't think of that at all. So I was like in my spot ready to go. Like as soon as like the lights went out, I was going to run to my spot. Yeah. And then as soon as like the lights went out, like security just was like, nope, nobody's allowed on the track. And I was like, oh, but I have this credential. They're like, nobody is allowed to catch on fire right now. And I was like, oh, well, somebody should have probably told me that. But then there's like there's like two or three guys that are allowed on the track that have these yellow bands and they're like TV crew, like uh, IRA right. and, and, and Emery. And Emery. <laughs> because he's a goddamn god. Our top god. Yeah. Only gods and yellow bands can go over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's sick. But so you that was the cool. opening ceremonies from the floor. No, so that was the first. That was the only one that I, because I didn't know, because I thought I could go yeah. on the track for it. So the rest of them, now that I knew that, I like went way, way, way up top Nosebleed. to get that. Yeah, yeah, to get that like overshot to get the cool like fireworks and stuff. And then I would run down for like the first gate drop. But that one, I was, like, on the floor because it was too late to go up. But, dude, even as a spectator, like, as a fan of the sport, to be standing on the track. It was like, unbelievable. Like, let's say standing on the track. I was standing right like beside. Like, Wednesday before the race, you're going to feel goosebumps. Not opening ceremonies. A1 dude, on I, the track. I stood A1 on the side of the track Shit. beside Ken Roxon and Aaron Plessinger. Oh, my God. Like, literally, like, dude, I'm, like, I'm, like, touching shoulders with AP. When they start the national anthem. When they start the national oh, anthem. God. I'm, like, standing there, like, fire. Ooh, that's, like, pre-race jitters. Like, you probably felt like you were going to go. Oh, like, shit. Uh, my pants. Oh, shit. My oh, pants. Fuck. Like, I was losing it. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Like, I, was, I I cried. I, I, there, was, there was a video guy beside me that i like, big fan of, but, like, don't tell him. And I'm, like, I'm like sitting there, like, putting my hat down, like, trying not to, like, let anybody see. Like, I'm fucking crying. Oh, my God. It's rolling down my face. Like, do I wipe it off or will people know? Like, 
I'm like, and then I like, like you know, like the iconic rocks. Like that's where I was standing. I was standing like beside the rocks there, and I like turned towards the rocks and pretend I was like looking at the like rocks. the water. Like, wipe the tear off. <laughs> like yeah. Like, I can't believe I'm standing like right here. I'm like looking at fucking this lady that works for KTM with a cowboy hat, like case on her back because she's ready to take Aaron Plessinger's cowboy hat, and I'm just like. This, this is, is nuts. Like, how am I standing here? Like, this is so crazy. And then it's all the other photographers are just like pissed that they can't be on the track. And I'm just like, <gasps> You're like, I could just leave over here. Can I just stand here? <laughs> no, like, it just fireworks. And I was like so close to them, too. Cause like being on the track, like during that, like you're fucking dangerously close. Dude, yeah. And there's a lot of vibes happening at anyone. It's that was a, a feeling yeah. of it. That's it was, cool. That was a cool moment. I think that might have been the highlight. And then, like, when the first gate dropped, it was like, yeah, so crazy. Out of the rounds, what would be your top shot? What is the one, or if you have like a top three, or if you want to say that, but like you have four weekends of races, you just said eight months, oh. like the experience. What's the top shot and like why? Yeah, I think, I think that... you're shooting photo, you're not shooting video. Right? Yeah, and it, I, it kills me to shoot. I, I don't hate photo, but like, I don't love it either. I like videos, you're so true. good at it. I don't think I am you're so good at it. <laughs> like, I'm so Dude, pissed that these photos like... can't live like in an album and I can just be sending them to everyone <laughs> everywhere and tagging. Yeah, I took... after after seeing them, I'm like, homie. Why aren't you shooting more photos at home? <laughs> I don't like them. I took so many photos that'll never see the light of day. Like I think each round I took like maybe three thousand photos. Like and and maybe seven of them are getting like put out there. Like like I took like so many and not seven thousand. Like seven individual photos from the three thousand are being posted. Like that's yeah yeah insane yeah. yeah. Like there's so many good photos. Yeah, there's just too many. <laughs> if you shoot that many, you're gonna get a couple good ones. <laughs> like anybody. So, so what's the one? The one the I think you guys know which one it is. It's the Ken Rocks and Goggle. The goggle oh yeah. That was like I I like I saw like Ken Rocks. I like I'm a big Ken Rocks fan. Um, and I think like folks, like I'm I'm learning to love. I think like love a lot. Like becoming obsessed, maybe. Predator. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. converted me. I think like the more I like learn about Fox and the more I like see like behind the scenes and stuff, it's like fuck, what a cool company. It's just cool to see the how small the industry in a whole is, right? Yeah, so. it's super cool. Super but you're cool. you're a big detail guy. Yeah. Like, so you would have seen something yeah, different like during things. that. Yeah. Yeah. So and and it's also like like during so so what happened was Ken Roxon got on the podium and it was like a mud race. So goggles were obviously the most important thing during the race. And like during the podium, it's kind of absolute chaos and again it's like one of those things in the safety meeting at the beginning they're like just remember like there's a chain of like importance pretty much in like the photography world like there's certain guys that are getting photos for certain people and Mm -hmm. those are the important and everybody kind of knows which photographers are like kind of higher up so i didn't want to be in any of their ways like i don't want my head in their like great photo so i would kind of always just like take a step back and try to get the photos that like are like more wider angle more like behind the scenes like not not so much like the emotion on their faces which i would have loved to get those photos but like the pros are getting yeah. those photos like, there's a I, whole yeah warm that you can see on yeah, tv yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you don't need to like i don't need to get those too um and also they're way like their photos are gonna come out better than mine but whatever um so i would always like step back during that and i stepped back and i watched um 
K-Day, the Fox uh, rider. What would his title be? Yeah, like athlete. Athlete, athlete guy. Manager, like, he's, yeah. like, he's like the Fox guy at the races, and he has all the like cool stuff. And I've followed him for a while, so I know he's always up to like cool shit. And I saw him pull out those goggles out of his bag with the the letters on them. I think it says Invent, Conquer, Honor. Yeah. Maybe so, not in that order. Not in that order. <laughs> but right words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it, and I just saw it and I was like, he's putting those on Ken Roxon's neck. And I was just like, and I this is maybe my biggest strength and my biggest weakness in like video and photo. When I see something, I get stuck on it and nothing else in the world exists. And that's the only photo that I get. And then I probably miss like, like a great example of that was during Aaron Plessinger's win. I'm saying his name wrong. It's no. Plessinger, isn't it? Why do I keep saying the G? Plessinger? Plessinger. Like it's not sing. Like I don't think it's full on singer, is it? We can just call him AP. Plessinger. Yeah, okay. AP. We're just going <laughs> to maybe now. It's Plessinger. Like there's a G in there. Plessinger? Plessinger? Like singer? <laughs> <laughs> And mint. <laughs> and there goes the three squirrel yeah, brains. We haven't, like ventured off too far though. That this one good. been crushing it. Plessinger. See, I've been saying it wrong. I've been saying Plessinger. Yeah, add an extra G. In yeah, there. like what the fuck am I saying? Yeah, I think. Ap. Maybe. Um, cowboy. Yeah. Cowboy. <laughs> um. So when he won, it was the mud race, and I was like. Fuck that! Not running out in the middle of the track because he stopped in Dude, the middle of the track. He got swarmed, like swarmed. over the top swarm, wild. Like, but like, it was like so exciting, like everybody was popped. There's not a single person in the I fucking. I feel like world there were some swarm. random homies from the crowd that got out there. Like, did you know just... that? That's a fact. There was a guy that jumped the crowd, jumped the thing <laughs> with a KTM, and that he was... was yelling something. Like he was yelling something at the podium, and it was like I think it was vulgar. Like I'm not sure what it was. And I didn't understand what he's saying. And like Jay Dungey's like looking at him, but he's like in like a factory KTM. Ooh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was watching this on TV, being like, "Bro, yeah, does this not guy, this guy? Nobody knew who he was. Like somebody I think asked, he was trying to get on TV. Somebody, somebody asked who he was, and Jay Dungey was like, "I had no idea who that was." And then I think at oh A two, I was like sitting there, and somebody asked Jay too, and Jay was like, "None of like we looked back at pictures, and no, no. none of us can figure out who that guy is." That's hilarious. And we think it was just a guy in the crowd that had a fa- a KTM and factory. And he jumped sense. in, yeah. And what he was freak. yelling so loud during AP's like but, interview, and that was happening. So, so yeah, so AP won, and everybody swarmed, and I was like, I'm not running out there. Yeah. I'm like the shortest one. I'm gonna be in the back of the crowd. I'm not gonna get anything. So I like stayed back, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna get the shot of AP getting swarmed, swarmed. and like maybe like a little shot of him. So I post, I did post that on direct of yeah. like it all in black and white, and then just AP in color. Yeah, so it's kind of like a cool like. Look how many people are so pumped on that. And literally, I was standing right beside Jason Anderson and Jet Lawrence having that fight. And I didn't even see it because I was, like, locked in on the shot that I thought of. Didn't even see it. So, like, that's how I get sometimes. And I, I like, try to work on it that I can do that and, like, focus on maybe what's around a little bit. Um, But in that moment, I saw those goggles and I was like, I want to get the shot of... Ken Roxon with those around his goggles and I was just being a total creep just like circling him like when he put it on like the right side I was like running to the right side to get it and then he put it on the left I'm like running and then he put it on his back and I was like just trying to get that shot it's so sick because yeah on the like because he has the views around the neck and it says honor conquer invent and that's what Fox is running this year because it's like honor 
the past, so all the past racers, what that what Fox has done, conquer today, which is sick because he's on the podium with them. Yeah. And then invent tomorrow is just their gear. So it's super cool that Speed you suit. <laughs> yeah, that you grab this shot. Yeah. Well, this is all happening, and you notice that because it's not like anyone planted being like, "Hey, Jess, there's gonna be a sick." Yeah quote owned the goggles so no that was pretty so, cool to see yeah and, and then and then it was like when it when it like got posted and then the love it got and then when fox reposted it it was like oh my God. like not like fox canada which love fox canada like that's so cool but, like, but it's like real fox i was like holy shit fuck and and again that was thanks to fox canada that was mostly jc like and you and like like people in the fox world posting it so they saw it and it was just like holy shit like that is so cool that like they love that like again like that's the funny thing about it is like like i mean no money basically off that picture but it was just like it was just cool it's to like see a, the reach. biggest highlight picture ever that it, like yeah. people that like made that and like they're excited about that got excited about a photo i took and i was just like so fucking pumped like the next day like i was in like a, a gas station and i saw somebody wearing a fox t-shirt and i wanted to walk up to them so bad I'd be like, go look at the fox page go look at the fox page that's my picture that's my i took that picture on there like i was such a loser have you looked at the fox instagram yet today <laughs> yeah that's what i i just want to do so bad and every time i saw like somebody wearing fox i was like so cool they posted my picture it's just some <laughs> homie wearing like one of those like wish fox hoodies <laughs> they didn't even know what they bought that fox shirt at the gas station it's like fox <laughs> racing and fox shocks all in one jacket you're like this is my guy <laughs> yeah yeah i was just like losing it like that was a good day that I was, was one so of my pumped. top top one top yeah. shots that you took too so sick so you said that was an, a mud race what did you learn shooting in mud like you did two rounds full mud full <laughs> war zone we can make this podcast so long because, like, just talking about the mud races alone, like, I bought two pairs of rubber boots, two rain suits because I thought there's no way there's going to be another one. And I chucked it all after the first we, one. We have to post well, a photo of, of FaceTiming Jess because Danica loves to put her phone on Do Not Disturb after, like, 4 p.m. Impossible <laughs> to get a hold of her. Impossible. <laughs> Jess is like, look what I got. I just... Didn't you Uber it to your to your hotel? Oh, the rain, the rain suit. suit. Yeah, rain Instacart. Suit. Instacart. They got that down in the safe. It's dope. A, a bag of chips and a rain suit for the no. hotel room. Oh, yeah. This was the chip. So I was going to say this. Okay, but so <laughs> we're going off topic from what did you learn? But at the races, there's a uniform. Oh, yeah. You so you got to be in all black. Yeah. You have to wear black. So Buddy over here needs to go get some rubbies, <laughs> some rubby boots. I had to get rubby boots. <laughs> and what did you pick up first time? Hi, dude. I went everywhere for rubber boots. Except Home Depot. Except Home Depot. Okay. I went everywhere that I saw in a radius. <laughs> she went to one Target. One Target. I went to Target. And then at Target, they were like probably next door. And it was like a farm store, like a real farm store. Like they, when I walked in, they all went, huh? Like they were, they were confused by my presence, and I was like, "Y'all got rain boots, black rain boots." By any chance, she was like, "Over there." I was like, "Okay," and I like go over, and then they didn't have any black rain rain boots in my size, and like also like as some of you know, I have a bad ankle, so like they kind of matter like the quality a little bit. Like like walking in rain boots for a couple hours is already terrible idea, but. Like walking in really cheap rain boots is a really bad idea. So I had to get like a decent pair. So the only decent pair I could find that would fit me nice 
was a rainbow polka dot and pair of <laughs> And Buddy over here doesn't want to be, first of all, I don't, I don't want to be uh, too seen at these press days. <laughs> Guy showing up with polka dot and reboot shows us, calls us. She's in hit, she's hitting a goddamn reboot. She's in her car, not <laughs> in her car, coloring each dot like it's a goddamn coloring book. <laughs> There's like color. a billion dots on this There thing. was a lot of dots. It probably took me like 45 minutes, I'd say. Dude, by the time, in my car. By the time <laughs> they're all drawn on, these things look like leopards. Like they're... So oh, I like, I didn't want to leave the place that I bought them from because if it didn't work, I was going to go back in and buy like a pair that was too big or something in black. But like, I didn't want to leave and then like, go home and then have to come back. I had to make sure car. you could turn them black. Yeah, I had to make sure that I could turn them black with the supplies that I had. And luckily, they also sell, sold black paint markers so i bought like 10 of those and because i thought it would take 10 it took one um, <laughs> of course it did there's a lot of art girl mad yeah like, yeah the oh, lady like looked at me when i was buying it i was like i need black boots but you guys don't have any that'll fit me and she was just like that bad i was like that bad <laughs> so you paint pen of these those so the rubber boots were dialed in but after that i think only one polka dot got seen yeah and it was a mudder like yeah. they were in mud and yeah they they held up they were fine so and you guys were so worried that i was gonna poke it all out dude you had one sneak you had a sneaker one, one that was the very end of the night and i had one little yellow sneaker i think it was yellow maybe orange a little sneaky polka dot yeah, that showed his face polka dot, yeah and i told billy in confidence about this and then he posted it on direct photo that is hilarious Yo, it has yeah. to be good was, yeah whatever it is pretty funny but you're laughing so Nick and i were convinced that you were gonna step into one puddle and they were all gonna wash away <laughs> dude that's exactly like i feel like there's a children's book about some animal that painted itself so it wouldn't be seen and then it just totally stepped in and we could just see you the first puddle and be like oh my god no oh. i wouldn't have shot i think i would have left <laughs> And then this guy, we were so excited to see these boots in real life. Oh, yeah. Leaves them. Fucking leaves them. How did she get in the car? So she's like socks to the knees in water. And these boots are just sitting on the curb when you got the Uber. So, yeah, what happened was is I get out of the... So San Francisco, for those that don't know, was a fucking shit show. Because, like, parking, like, for, like, media and stuff, like, it's called like super parking for like super cross whatever the fuck um was like so far away and then like the pit parking was so far away in the opposite direction so it was like there was shuttles like everywhere like you had to take a shuttle to here oh, yeah, and take a the, it, you were blocks away yeah like i was a while away. downtown yeah, yeah yeah it was like it was pro i think google said it was like a 23 minute walk Ooh. and i was like eh, no we're in san francisco where literally people are shitting on the side of the road it was like wild san francisco wild like the most wild place i've ever been um cool but wild definitely wild um so i was like i'm not walking with like thirty thousand dollars worth of camera equipment by myself <laughs> to this car so i like got an uber and it's piss pouring rain so i obviously bought an umbrella so i'm standing on the side of the road with an umbrella mostly to cover my camera bag because again like we're not ruining these freaking cameras um and so i put my camera bag on the ground and i put the boots on the ground and then the uber came and like panic jessica just like yeets the camera bag in there and like, freaking closes this stupid umbrella this is probably the only time in my life i've used an umbrella because like i just i'm not gotta protect person. the gear yeah and so like i just throw it all in the car and then off we go and then as we're like halfway to the car i was like 
my polka dot boots are on the side of the road so congratulations to any of the listeners that are in san francisco and picked up a pair of polka dot boots you know what there was a lot of people around that building that could use those polka dot boots so like as i was doing it i was like like, doing the god's work doing the lord's work yeah they're going somebody's gonna get some great use out of those boots well it's great because in my in my book of notes here the one line that we have is Rain races, rain boots, rental cars. It's the triple R. It was, I, I feel like those were what a lot of the stories were that we got did updated I, on. Did I tell you guys that I got charged 200 USD for the cleaning of the outside of that fucking rental car that I had for 27 days? The outside, like the inside, Wait, I would have understood. No, not the inside. I would have understood the out- inside. Like the inside was a fucking wreck. Like no, they went to a couple months. Group together. The inside wasn't like, even bad. Every twenty seven days, I was like, like I am not even arguing because like fuck it, like I don't give a shit. But like, what's wrong with the outside? What? Or, like, hey, I, wait, you're not in an outdoor race. Did I, we? Did we get? Did we get billed for your? Your tolls. Oh, yet? haven't seen that come through yet. I'm wait. I'm sure it's gonna come through. I don't know like how it comes through. I'm sure it'll just be a freaking credit card charge. Like, let's explain this a little bit. California roads are wild, and I don't know what like toll bridges here. I feel like are like you pull up to like a little gate and you pay the toll and off you go. Throw your little change in there. Yeah, and off you go. Tappy tap. Tappy tap. In the Californias, they just like suddenly there's a sign and it just says pay online. And I'm like, what online? And I've been seeing this for like the whole month I was there. She goes through it and it flashes. And then she goes through it again and it flashes. And she's like, what's that? We just got charged. Dude, we're being looped in, looped out, looped in, looped out. And just because like it'll just balance out. It, we didn't even go down the highway. They'll know that we went in and out, in and out, in and out. Four dollars. <laughs> so we're also leaving out the fact that you guys came and visited. We're this is exactly That's- Charlie's feedback is like we just start talking about stuff and we give it no context. So the they came down pod. to visit, and this will be the next pod. <laughs> and I tend to take a couple wrong turns quite often. And dude, apparently I did like four UEs in like one toll section and each way we went a camera flashed and then there's a sign that i read that said fine for not paying the tolls 150 dollars." so i think i racked up an easy 600 there it was like a clover if you could just picture a clover of intersection we drew a, a, a lucky charms clover in there and at each clover hump there was a toll somehow <laughs> So we were just racking them up. If we were a, if we were a slot machine, it would just be like a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, totally. And you know what? That was not the only time that that happened. That was just the only time it happened with you guys in the car. So I'm just expecting, waiting on that rental car. I know, easy ten grand in tolls for the month that I was there for evading the toll booth. Yeah, like it's wild. I did two hundred twenty US dollars. I mean, I feel like there was you could have grown a garden in the floor mats. With the sand and the dirt oh, and our like gross. peppers. Oh my <laughs> god, yeah. I had to I I and that's the thing. I stopped at the gas station before I like I dumped came. all the mats. No, the, I found pepper tops that you like little psychos bit off. And let's be clear, I do not eat peppers. Like never. And I'm like cleaning out the car a little bit and I'm like What's this orange pepper top doing in the car? They were there for two days. I was actually scared when I shook out the one mat. I'm like, we probably just transplanted peppers in California. We're going to get 
in trouble for this. Okay, but on the food topic, what's the top? What's the top meal? Oh, what? oh okay. Hold on. This out halfway. Top, top meal that can't get in Canada. Oh. Okay, you know, top meal. First top meal. Top meal you can't get in Canada, probably in and out. Oh, okay, yeah, nope. yeah. Lexi's a big fan. Try again. Lexi loves in and out. Keep it. Th- you guys are just going savage on the animal fries. You gotta go in and out without animal fries. <laughs> I feel animal like animal fries might be the worst thing ever no. in the world. No, so, absolutely. No. In and out has a secret menu, and you can order anything, pretty much animal style, and that's Thousand Island dressing with cheese and onions. Hardly cheese. Apparently, plastic. She's just assuming. Um, but I didn't she, know that was a secret menu. Oh yeah, secret menu. It's not on the menu. You gotta just if you know, you know. People don't know. I Y K Y. No, so you guys are going in there hot. Get some secret menu items. Didn't know that. Yeah, I thought everybody knew about animals. I feel like it's because, like, maybe you've gotten sick off them before in front of Lexi, and now it makes her sick when she eats them. How do? Who, who, how do we know for sure that that's what makes Because you didn't eat for three days. And then smashes animal fries. And I'm pulling over on the side of the interstate for you to puke. For the record, this wasn't the time that I, like, this trip I did not eat for three days. It was a previous trip to California that I didn't eat for three days. Separate California trip. Separate California trip. You guys are shit show. In and out. But in and out's banging. Well, not banging. Not banging. Bang. Bang. 10 out of 10. Nope. I will bring Lexi there every time we're in California. We'll get her on a different <laughs> menu. <laughs> what you if- like that lettuce thing, which is fucking bullshit in Broken itself. style. Get over it. What about like some food novelties? I know there's something that you ordered to your room or maybe you picked it up. It was probably like the size of your arm. You could like share it. It was family sharing size. <gasps> Just things are different in the U.S. Things are different. They're Reese's peanut butter cups. Come enormous i think there was like 12 fucking cups in this thing do you remember like, you it was so big you like started at one cup <laughs> and it just kept going and going i think there's 12 cups in it there was it was like family pack but like i didn't have any family there i had to eat them all by myself like, like that's a two foot long reason it was pieces. huge like like i got it at a gas station and it was like the whole top row of the gas station thing and i was like i it was it was probably like 11 30 at night and i went in there you know what i went in there to go to the bathroom and then i was like well you know how you feel obligated when you use a gas station back bathroom you have yeah, to like, I'm with buy you something. On that yeah. one. so i like grabbed like a bunch of pop obviously <laughs> and then i was like coach just brought it brought it brought it to the counter and i was like looking at like obviously look at the chocolate bars like does anything call my name and then i saw that fucking motherfucker and i was like sold and i like picked it up and i went to put it on the counter and it didn't even fit between like the cash to like i had to like turn it vertically to like push it into him it was so delish yeah it was so many of them and then i like brought it to the race and i was like this is gonna be my way in with like friends i'm, I'm gonna, gonna share, share my foot long yeah i was gonna share it with somebody and then i didn't share it with <laughs> i was gonna say if that's the thing that you're gonna break the ice with i would die Dude, wouldn't that be so funny if i just Wait, pulled that out of my bag you, like, eat, you want one you ate all 12 yeah yeah I ate in one sitting uh, like in one afternoon like one night race yeah <laughs> dude did your stomach hurt no it was fine it was fine. If you don't eat fucking lettuce 
burgers your whole life your tummy can handle stuff <laughs> lettuce burgers all three of us run a pretty pretty different program <laughs> i definitely couldn't schmeagle like 12 reese's peanut butter cups inside of me no you could you'd be fine you got those little like organic ones and you guys were smashing those oh, yeah, those, yeah. Are, those are pint size those those are baby ones if you eat 24 of those it's probably the same <laughs> oh no i think you would need like 6900 in order to get there's more there, i feel like those there's more chocolate in those ones and there's more peanut butter in the good ones so like i might be healthier than y'all i don't know if they're as real crazy. peanut butter and reese's peanut butter cups but we don't can judge them. <laughs> there it is so i think the, it's real the it's food, like protein cups the food in the u.s is different what about any any like cultural differences like like what's the vibe like are people uh, compared to here to there like did did everything feel the same because i don't know sometimes you hear when people travel different places like yeah. they just have a different vibe or were you kind of in the same it's like it's like um it's sunny there right so i feel like <laughs> i feel like people are just in better moods dude it's true though if you like, see the sun yeah you're just like vibe. it's kind of hard to be miserable in yeah. the sun like i don't think anybody was really like i think everybody was pretty great definitely like like the different parts of California were definitely different. Like, San Francisco was different. And, like, San Diego was definitely different. Anaheim was pretty, like, regular. It's all right. Um, like, it's pretty, like, it's it's pretty chill. Yeah. Like, it's, you yeah. kind of chill people are yeah. nice then? I think people are kind of, like, hippy-dippy. Yeah. 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 Hippy-dippy stuff. That's why we yeah. love it so much. Yeah. You guys. Yeah. You, and I feel it. like I feel like it's also where you go to. Like, I think when I was not with you guys, I didn't find as many hippy-dippy yeah. places as you guys But you were, like, moto area. So you are surrounded by, like, like-minded, like, Murrieta, lots of moto people. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of like that, like, action sports vibe a bit. So. Yeah. Very yeah, action sports. Cool. It was very cool being in, like, a grocery store or seeing somebody wearing, like, a DBK hoodie and being, like, if I saw that in Calgary, like, 99% chances I know who that yeah. is and then just seeing this guy and like giving him that weird smile of like hey dude <laughs> and him just like being like what a fucking creep like she's on that like, <laughs> and what I love about California is like it feels like everyone is so much more active like everyone's oh, bicycling yeah. or skateboarding yeah or I didn't like that like part <laughs> just kidding just is like i'm driving as close as possible yeah yeah i literally drove everywhere um so and like everybody's like in active wear like you could tell like they just came from the gym or like whole foods is such a big thing there it's like i'll go to albertson's <laughs> Albertsons. i love albertson's they have the best pasta salad in california <laughs> guys on a big pasta salad kick i'm on a big pasta salad kick it's very funny so now looking back on your trip just where you are right now how everything went would you do it again exactly how it went like you would just sign up right now do the whole thing all over yeah it wouldn't change a thing obviously I feel like a couple of things to be better but like i would do it in a heartbeat there's nothing that would stop me to do it all again well yeah. that that yeah. that is our next question what would do, what would you What's do next? different <laughs> that would come after this now. <laughs> we got two questions. what would you do different um I, I don't think I would change it. Like I, I okay, don't think so I would change anything, but I would I would have preferred not a bunk bed, maybe. <laughs> I think that but like I loved it. It was so fun. Like it's a hilarious story. Thirty three yeah. years old sleeping in a bunk bed. Like and it was super convenient because I could hang all my hats from the bar. Like that was super sweet. Like normally I don't have anywhere to pull my hats. So it was like sweet. Like and I I would do it again in a second, but like a normal bed would be nice. Maybe like my own bathroom. That's sick, though. That's cool. Like that, that would be, like, the only thing I would change. Only living 
accommodations. That's that's a good. Yeah, that's yeah, nice. and like that's it was easy to change. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that's other than that. I feel like maybe like if I was like less nervous and more like more pushy. Yeah, I guess pushy is not the word. I just feel like it's pushy. But like if I. Like, gotta I feel get like I didn't even talk about anything. We talked for so long, but, like, I got to go to Twitch's house. And, like, that was, like, a little oh, bit of being cool. pushy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Make sure I told you. Not on the pod, but you told us. Yeah. Yeah. But going to that. Yeah, like, doing, like, stuff like that was, like, hey, like, Let's I get got your a little. Zone. Yeah, like, I got a little, like, like, I, I like, DM'd Vicky. Like, we've talked a couple times, like, on social Vicky and stuff. Colden? Yeah. Vicky Colden. Yeah. <laughs> We're on first name basis, you know. <laughs> That's so embarrassing. Um, yeah, so like we've talked before and I've like shot like some stuff for her before and everything. And I was like, I'm just gonna shoot my shot and be like, hey, if you ever want to shoot anything. And again, like so fucking nice. Like she was like, that would be sick. Like she was like pumped on it. And it just like worked out that like we got to shoot together and it was That's like cool. so cool. So what you showed up to Twitch's house? Yeah, she was like, here's she doesn't call him twitch either so now i feel weird she's like here's jeremy's address and here's his code to get in the so did you know it was the jeremy or were you just thinking it's just well, like, i'm like there's like one jeremy just was like i am going to a jeremy's house yeah, and then you there's... find out oh my god it's twitch no no no, no, no. i like knew it was gonna be jeremy twitch stanberg's house and i was like holy fuck Say. holy fuck and like sent the address and i was just like oh shit in my pants like it was wild and like and i was like such a fucking loser there like i didn't even talk to him like you could tell he was like hey like and i like kind of said hi and stuff but like i just had nothing to say to him like i should have said thanks for letting me come to your house like i should i was just like such a shit bag because i was just like shit in my pants it wasn't like i was like trying to be a dickhead it was just like i was kind of freaking the fuck out and like i bet they knew that though I don't know if you'd come. He was so she, nice. Do you like, think she comes off as resting bitch face, or do you think she comes off as like just nervous, nervous. sweating? <laughs> no, 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 definitely not. Not resting bitch face. Oh yeah, so I don't nervous. Think so. Nervous. Guy. I think that this is all things that we just like put in our heads as females. Yeah, you know what I'm just like overthinking it. Yeah, yeah. maybe. But that, so. but that, but I think that's like part of like getting out of your comfort zone a little bit. And when you are in those situations more often, and like just like you said, like once you yeah. do it the first time then you start getting for like, sure yeah it feels hey, this is what yeah yeah well and now you come home you can kind of like decompress everything and again like lexi said i feel like we kind of overthink it replay it where in the moment you're thinking about a hundred other things than what you're doing right when and everyone's the just the day, they're all just riders and people yeah, yeah. And stoked and the same as all of us right yeah. but sometimes we get stuck in our heads where we're like they're this big yeah, this big her. thing, or yeah. your idol, or or these legends, and and we do meet really cool people, and they've done lots of rad shit. But I mean, I think we get in our heads about it yeah. too much, and you get worked up about it, and then you're like, my heart rate's 180, and I'm trying to talk to this guy, and nothing <laughs> is coming out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just, like the whole, I think it was Anaheim one, the entire race, I had like my Garmin watch on, oh, and the entire God. race, it said abnormal heart rate, and it just wouldn't stop. Yeah, we thought we were gonna lose. Yeah, yeah, like it would not stop. I'm pretty sure that was a one, right? Like cardiac arrest. Yeah, yeah, and it just would not stop saying like abnormal heart rate, and it was vibrating the entire time. Like it was like red like it was like looked dangerous like i don't know why it was doing that but like if it was any because you're going into cardiac arrest every yeah. five minutes i think i was yeah like it was just like too that's exciting. why she speak yeah i couldn't talk i couldn't do anything i just like stood there like a fucking loser and was just like like what's going on how is this my life but that's cool because now you can kind of think about everything and you've done it it's like your first time going to the track or something and then next time it'll be 
just that much better and you'll like, know that's more. What, that's what I always wonder is like there's people that just like think this is normal and like I am sure maybe one day like saying this now is like naive or whatever. But like I just can't imagine like standing on a super cross track not being like Oh no, sick. you're gonna cry every single round. Yeah, I think go I'm to gonna it. cry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but you're just maybe talk to <laughs> Ken Roxon next time instead of just, yeah, yeah. just staring at them awkwardly. Yeah. <laughs> instead of just staring people into their <laughs> optic stems, you'll actually go up and talk to them. Yeah, maybe. I feel like yeah, I think like I'm, like, and that's the thing too. Once you're around, they see you too, and like they probably like, maybe you talk to me. Yeah, no, I think <laughs> I love it. So future, you do it all over again. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, in a second. I, to be honest, I, like, told the frat house, like, see you next year. <laughs> not in French, though. No, 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 not in French. I was like, book that bunk bed for me again next year. That would have oh, been so funny if she said it in French. Oh, my God. I thought about it. I thought about it. I was like, fuck, that would be funny because I think they would all shit their pants. Because there was times that I, like, talked to them and they would look at each other and be like, I don't know what she said. <laughs> and I'm like, and I would try to, like, reword it. Yeah, yeah. Of course not. Yeah. Um, so now you're home. You're in cold Canada. We got snow. Already looking at flights to elsewhere. Yeah, you're like, I, I need to stay busy, but you got you got some stuff coming up. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, uh, there's some marina cross in Canada, in Alberta, um, Rimby, which is going to be so sick because last year it was like, it was such a fun arena cross. Like, if you live anywhere near Alberta, it's worth the drive. Like, I've already talked to people coming down from Grand Prairie. Sick. And I get it. Like, it's it's worth it. It was yeah. such a fun race. Like, those, they put in the, like, the little details. Like I said, I, like, love that. Like, there's, like, little things where a lot of tracks, like, cheap out on and stuff. And they didn't, which is, like, so crazy because it was their first arena cross. And that's the Iron Horse arena cross. Yeah. And it's two families that are putting it on that are very moto. Yeah. Moto, moto, moto. Moto, moto. Yeah, so they know that. Yeah. I heard it was killer last year, so it's going to be sick. It was so good. It was so well organized. It was, like, so well done. The track was good. The, like, turnout was good. And it's in a horse arena, so it's indoors. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's freaking like minus a hundred here. No, but our lovely listeners in the beautiful (laughs) (laughs) tropic areas they are. (laughs) Yeah, it's fucking cold here, and it's a lot of goddamn snow, and I fucking hate it. And I mean that in the nicest way possible. But fuck the snow, I'm sick of it. And all your snowmobiles and your snow bikes and all that. I'm done with it. (laughs) Done with it. She's a cow. I've been here. I've been home for six days. She's a Cali bro now. (laughs) I'm Cali only. that's so, fine yeah. i dream i dream of living somewhere i don't have to own a snow shovel or one of those things to scrape the ice off your you know what's the worst is i don't do either of those things either like it's not wow. like my life is that hard it's just, it's inside. you're she the female version of kale yeah <laughs> or good people so you're gonna be shooting rimby and then yeah. and then right after that tuesday yeah you're gonna ride pedal bikes indoors too we got galentine's we got galentine's at beelines we got surf and berms that's gonna be so fun I'm at so beeline on february 13th so Under bmx yeah dirt jumper anything even if you don't have one you can rent one yeah can rent one just come hang out we'll yeah. be slapping high fives at beeline from 6 p.m to 8 p.m is there gonna be snacks oh yeah there's gonna be snacks there's always snacks but are we oh, gonna drop what snacks snack are yeah like i want to know what it is that was me asking i think, I think like you pasta need- salad <laughs> Oh, of course. <laughs> I was thinking we should do something savory. I don't know. Maybe we'll keep that off air and be a surprise. Maybe it Chippies. will just be a big pasta salad or donuts or usually it's something sweet because it's just when can sweet you just like place or yeah. sweet event? Yeah, when can you just show up and just have something sweet with all your pals, right? 
Yeah, but, that'd be fun. And I, kids are just wired by the time they're out of there too. Parents yeah, the parents are more than than feeding their kids eight donuts and yeah, letting yeah. them go ride by at seven a.m. at night for them just, to get home. Just kidding, parents. We're gonna have uh, uh, carrots and dip. No dip. There's too much sugar and dip. Just carrots. We're gonna have carrots. Bring your kids out. <laughs> Don't worry, kids. There's gonna be cookies. <laughs> but it's gonna be sick and okay so we're gonna wrap this one up i think we're almost done but we got this we got this cool what do you mean our hour and 40 minute podcast wasn't enough i thought it was gonna be seven hours so i think we're doing pretty good, no, we're good. pretty soon gonna do a quick because we got these lovely giant dice <laughs> welcome to the new feature oh jess doesn't know about Oh no! All the dice, 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 dice. <laughs> we need like a song. Somebody needs to make. Like, so you got to, you got to film this so we have this on. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but it's just going to be a quick hot take. We're just, this is just a trial run. These are just basic questions. You're going to roll the dice, whatever you land on. I'm going to read. I got to roll it. Yeah, you got to yeah, roll. Yeah, roll just dice. one dice though. I can't read. One die. Do you want, hold on. Oh, this is going to be longer. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> okay. All right. So I just roll this like on the table. Wherever you want to roll it. Okay, but if it gets it. crazy, don't, don't spill your water, homie. Yeah, don't. Okay. <laughs> the only bell in the room guessed it. <laughs> so we landed on three. three. Like three, three. Okay, Jess, you got a free riding trip. Where are you going? Everything, all expenses paid. Can I bring friends? Yeah, you can bring, you can you bring three friends. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what i would do like if i had to go alone yeah i would go probably just to california and ride yeah the like tracks. all those tracks yeah but if i could bring friends yeah three friends because i know how much you guys want to go and i think it would be so fun to go with you because oh. you guys would be pumped where are we going i would go to iceland oh <laughs> Like that. Well, don't get me excited about Iceland. The only time Lexi's able to break the book, like we gotta go to Iceland. For everybody that's like Lexi doesn't talk loud enough, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Eat it. Don't get me started on Iceland. I knew you would love well, Iceland. There you go. Well, I think it would be fun to go like the three of us. Like I would be down. I would never go to Iceland alone. Oh like, yeah, why? Okay. Nah. But I would go the three of us. Should we just plan so this trip right now? Yeah, it's in, there what are you go. guys doing in like three months? <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it like next week because there's snow here, and I feel like we can. Yeah, there's oh, snow in Iceland. Iceland. <laughs> oh no! I just hit my head off the wall. I just ripped the headphones <laughs> off the mixer. <laughs> Put a pin in it. We're going to Iceland, but Hi. I, uh, I think no. I of national. Okay, how about August? We'll plan for twenty five. After, after no 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 no, that's too far. I don't plan that far ahead. Amen. <laughs> I'm with I'm with but she's totally booked in all the good months. No, what about what's after August? September. Got nothing. Dude, it gets cold in Iceland. How cold? It's got it. There's okay. gonna be ice, ice cold. <laughs> Isn't like Iceland nice grassland cold? Grassland? Greenland. Yeah, Greenland. Oh God! Wrap this thing up. We're not. Yeah, well, we're wrapping. We're wrapping. Just, we're wrapping. We're freaking stoked. I, Lexi and I have said it a million times. It was I, epic. We think this is such a cool thing that you did, and shit, we can't wait to see what the future holds. We're so know. pumped. We got a wild year ahead. Yeah. Let's go. Thank you for listening. Oh.